Right, greetings to the Ragbag Alliance. As I established in my last preamble, that's the name for people who listen to this show. Yes, that includes you, new people, and hello to all the new listeners. Yes, we appear to have lots of new listeners nowadays. And seeing as there has been no parallel increase in my social media following, I can only assume you didn't hear about me via social media, which proves what I've been saying all along about word of mouth being the best way to grow. Thanks for all the word of mouth. It really, really does make a huge difference, as we have been seeing in recent weeks. Keep on telling people. Tell people you haven't told yet. You may also be interested in my video series, The Ragbag Rambler, on YouTube. It's very, very good. Also, if you like this show and would like to support it financially in some way, there is only one way to do that. I have two books available to buy on Amazon, A History of Sarcasm, It's not a history book, and it contains very little sarcasm, but it's very good. And 100, which in years to come will be considered the greatest novel ever written. So get in there quick. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Ragbag. My name's Frank Burton. And my name's Claude. All right, okay. I'm supposed to introduce you properly Sorry, later Frank, on. Don't, don't interrupt me don't. in my... Uh, int- you throw me right off now. Welcome to the show. We've got a special guest on today. Very pleased to be here. Yeah, I wonder who it is. Let's have a tune and then we'll do a big reveal.
Right, so allow me to introduce my special guest. You may have guessed who it is already. May I introduce Uncle Claude? Hello, very nice to be here, Frank. Very nice, uh, very nice of you to um, invite me. No problem. Uh, as a, as you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of your podcast. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I listen to it every week, and um, it's I not even on every week. I, I I listen. I listen. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I've I've invited him on here. I didn't really want to. I'll be honest with you, oh. but um. It's these focus groups, you see, uh, Uncle Claude. They, um, if you've been listening uh, recently, you'll know that I have come into some money, which has allowed me money. to make use of some marketing tools, including the use of a focus group, and uh, not just one focus group, several of them actually. Right. And uh, they all seem to like you, Claude. This is a problem. I don't necessarily see that as a problem, Frank. I'll take that as a compliment. If your focus groups like me, that, that, that's very, very good. But I, I, I'm interested, Frank, as a matter of fact. You, you said you've come into some money. I don't really understand yeah, yeah. where this money has come from. Oh, well, it's it's very, very simple, really. Um, I've got a a, a guy. Uh, a I don't guy. know some dude. I don't know who he is, but he he's a big fan of the show. He seems to have a lot of uh, money to spare, and he who is, is he? now kind of the 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 patron of Ragback. His name is Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon and um, Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon. Yeah, Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon, that's his name. Yeah, so he's he's donated an awful lot of money to the show, which is very, very good because I don't have right. to, you know, deal with sponsors or anything like that. Isn't it a bit suspicious that he's using a false name? What do you mean he's using a false name? It certainly sounds like a false name, Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon. Like, that sounds to me like he's he's made that name up. It does not sound like a real person's name. Yeah, well, I, I just my philosophy is and, and my approach to life really is just take things at face value, unless unless there's face some value. kind of proof in front of me that it's not his real name. I'd just assume that it is. He introduced himself as Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon. What am I supposed to do? Say. Oh, thanks for all that money. By the way, what's your real name? So his surn- is his surname Double Barreled? Anniversary hyphen pylon. Yeah, Double Barreled. People have Double Barreled names. Presumably his father was called Anniversary, his mother was called Pylon. Right. And they decided to put those two names together and make Anniversary Pylon. I don't see what the problem is with this. You know, it's very, very simple. Nathaniel's a real... People are called Nathaniel sometimes in life aren't they and he's a rich dude it sounds like it's a rich dude's name that isn't it rich people have double barreled names yeah, and they're person, called like yeah. you know Nathaniel and stuff and Jeremy you know what I mean he just seems a little bit suspicious to me that's all Frank maybe you should look into it a little bit further and where exactly is this money coming from and how, how has this man made his money I'm just a little bit concerned that you might be involved in, in, in some kind of uh, I don't know um, illegal activity possibly Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't think so. Well, you know, there's nothing illegal about me taking his money anyway, is there? He's given it to me. So I haven't broken the law. Even if he has, you know, it's up to him if he wants to break... He's, he's an individual person, um, and he's... I don't know. Maybe he's, he's moving his money around for tax purposes or whatever it is, just tax to, you know, purposes. evade evade the law. And um, he's given some to me, so that's nice of him. Um, I'm quite happy to take um, ill-gotten gains. I don't see a problem with that. 
I, I personally do, as a matter of fact, Frank. I, I, I think that you ought to be um, a little bit more selective about where your money comes from. Well, I appreciate your advice as, as a business person. Um, listeners, you probably don't know this because I've never brought it up, but um, Uncle Claude is actually a very successful business person. Well, it's very nice of you to call me successful. Well, you are. I mean, you're much more successful than me. You've got people who work for you. You've got your manufacture, your own yeah, yeah. locks. Is a locksmith. I'm not a locksmith. As I, I make locks and sell them. And, um, you know, that, 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 that's the nature of my business. Uh, manufacturing and, and uh, selling and distributing locks. It's, it's not very exciting, but it's, um, it's been my life's work, really. And, uh, that's all right. Know, I've, I've made, a, made a little nest egg oh. from it all. So uh, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with the way uh, things have gone with the business. Uh, other aspects of my life, maybe not, but uh, the, the business, the business side of things, has been uh, has been very nice, and it's just treated me well over the years. Uh, how's the business going now, then? Oh, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to retire uh, pretty soon, and um, hand it over to uh, you know somebody else, maybe somebody in the family. <laughs> no, don't look at me. Well, I'm not taking you. over your lock business. Oh my goodness! What you think? You think I could su- successfully run the locksmith business? It's not a locksmith. I don't really call myself a smith as such. All right, you said, I can't even say the name right then, can I? You look at it. I'm not taking over your lock business. Absolutely no way. Get stuffed, Uncle. Well, well uh, you don't need to put it like that, Frank. Well, no, I, I do apologise, but I, I didn't mean get stuffed. Us. The thing is, these focus groups—they like it when I'm I'm not very nice to you. This is the thing. Uh, if oh. if I kind of talk to you in a certain way, they like that. Sorry about that, but unfortunately, okay. uh, this encounter with me is going to involve a certain amount of me playing up to this character, I suppose, that they've got me down as. Character. They uh, they like it when you're on the show. Oh. And they like it when I'm a little bit mean to you. So I'm afraid to say that, uh, you know, as much as I appreciate you coming here today, um, I hate you and I wish you were dead. Well, I don't really appreciate being spoken to like that, Frank. Yeah, it's a joke. You see what I mean? I'm, I'm joking. I don't really think that. I'm just playing up to... I'm just trying to impress my focus group so that that can then have a reflection on, on the wider listenership. You can assume that if the focus group likes something, then, then other people like it as well. So that's that's why I've just decided to have you on, and that's why I've decided to say a few horrible things. It's just what the focus group wants me to do. Right. There's nothing I can do to change that. Well, how, how far are you going to take it, Frank? Well, what are you going to say to me next? After saying you wish I was dead. Don't know. Uh, violence, physical violence. I could uh, maybe slam your head through the wall. Well, it's not really a wall, is it? It's more of a, the side of the van. Yeah, that's right. Well, listeners, by the way, we are in the van at the moment. That is where I live now. Uh, it's been established in the last couple of shows. If you haven't listened to them, then that's what's happened. I've moved out of my uh, flat that I was living in. And now I'm living in the camper van and I'm doing a bit of a UK tour. And Uncle Claude has come to meet me where I am currently situated in a campsite in the Lake District, which is very nice. I still don't quite understand why you decided to um, go on this impromptu tour of yours 
Frank. Well, perhaps you could explain that to me, as a matter of fact, because I, I have listened to the last couple of episodes where right. you uh, you announced that you have done this, but you didn't actually give a reason okay. for um, moving away from Manchester and going on some kind of... Um, well, yeah, it is an impromptu tour, yes, that, that's exactly what... Um, I, I decided to do something spontaneous. I thought it might be a bit of a laugh. I've, I like, uh, I like driving. Driving. And I like, um, yeah, just being a little bit minimal and not having loads of possessions and stuff. So I got rid of all my stuff. All your stuff. I've just got a few kind of bits and pieces, a few sort of changes of clothes and all that sort of thing. Oh. And yeah, um, I like. Um, I'm getting settled into life on the road, and it feels good. Well, where is the road leading you to exactly, Frank? Where is it taking you in, in, in terms of your life? What do you mean in terms of my life? It's, it's a road. It ta- roads take you to different places. Are you, are you asking me, like, what my ambitions are for the future or something? Yeah, what were your ambitions for the future, Frank? Well, writing books and stuff like that, I got a lot on, got a lot in the pipeline. I got a book coming out next year. I got this video series. I got a podcast. What more do you want? Well, it just seems a little bit too uh, much of a nomadic lifestyle, really. All of this driving around instead of you know having somewhere settled, uh, perhaps with a young lady. I oh, don't start with it. Perhaps with a young lady, for God's sake. It's got nothing to do with you whether I'm single or whether I'm with somebody else. What what difference does that make to anything? How does that affect your life if I'm single or if I'm if I've got a girlfriend? Makes absolutely no absolutely no odds. Well, I just think you might be a, a little bit happier. I'm perfectly happy, thank you, mate. Perfectly happy. What is your problem? Well, maybe it's uh, the fact that uh, I don't want you to end up like me, really. What do you mean I'd end up like you? Why would I end up like you? you? You're a locksmith. I mean, ending up alone, Frank. That's what I mean. Well, you're not alone, are you? You've got mates and all that, and colleagues, and a little bit of family here and there. Well, mostly me. I didn't realise that you you felt that way, you feel like you're alone and stuff. That's not, it's not very nice for you. Well, it's... Uh just one of those things, Frank. You get, kind of get used to it after a while. And um, uh, maybe uh, maybe I should uh, get myself on one of those um, uh, dating apps or something like that. Uh, plenty of fish. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, what, What's that other one called? Uh, Grinder. Do not stare at my violin, mother Sounds so imagined when I am in love Please do not sniff its strings, mother They cut my fingertips in hand And the red puddles on the floor Form funny trees and people Please do not fumble its body It reminds me so happily Of the hips of a very small woman Who told me that I had a passion of toxic 
Please do not rub it neck, mother Or I will shove it up your colon And I will strangle you with a string And I will smash its corpus Over your head
Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd very much like to see uh, how that. Maybe we'll do a follow up with you while on the podcast. See uh, how your uh, your dating life goes on the on the plenty of fish or whatever it is you decide to go on. That would be good to be able to do a nice little feature, little documentary about um, you going on dates and stuff. Maybe pitch it to TV. I don't want to pitch it to TV. I was sounds like it might be slightly humiliating well why would it be it's just you uh, sitting down to dinner with someone that's all it is well uh, I don't know feels like a little bit of an an invasion of my privacy really I wouldn't really like to uh, do any of that TV stuff really I I, I don't mind coming on your podcast like I say I like your podcast you know I do like it but um, I I think if you start um, you know making television shows about um, going on dates, uh, you know, as, as an older member of the public, um, perhaps uh, you'd be right for a, a little bit of exploitation. And I don't think uh, it'd work out particularly well uh, for me. Well, I think the main thing is just kind of getting out there in the world and, um, you know, if you want to, um, find yourself... <coughs> oh, pardon me. If you want to find yourself like a partner or so got a cough uncle you you've say something while i cough if you're doing diy <coughs> get yourself an adjustable spanner yeah thanks for filling in time there that was nice of you so um yeah it's just you know just about getting out there in the world in it and just um finding something to make you happy whether that's through another person or through doing stuff that you enjoy i'm doing it through doing stuff that i enjoy if you want to find yourself another person that's all good you go and do that well, maybe I will do that, Frank. I do feel like I'm, I'm a, a little bit long in the tooth for the old uh, dating game, you know what I mean? I've kind of, uh, and, um, you know, uh, a lot of people might be um, uh, put off by certain aspects of my character. I, um, you know, I've got sort of um, certain things that I like doing, the stamp collecting. Not everyone's interested in stamp collecting, you know what I mean? That matter. might be a, a turn-off for a potential young lady. And, um... Uh, you know, it's my age. There's, uh, I've, I've, got, I've got a rather a silly voice, Frank. I haven't noticed that you've got a silly voice, uh, Uncle. Well, I do. I've got a rather silly voice. I've got a rather falsetto sort of voice, really. Um, I, 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 I think that might be a little turn off as well, you know. Uh, but not everyone likes that older gentleman with a squeaky voice. They don't like it necessarily. Uh, I tell you what, mate, the focus group absolutely love it. They do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but it's mainly what they like. They they like. Uh, sometimes they can't even remember your name. They they're, they're just like, oh, I like the the guy with the squeaky voice. I like him. Have him on again. Oh well, that's very nice. Um, so uh, what do they like about it? I don't know. Maybe they find it endearing. Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I'll um I'll obviously be getting feedback on this episode. Um, so we'll see what they have to say. We'll find a way of ending it shortly. Um, maybe I'll slam your head through the wall, like I say, or something like that. I, I really don't want to have my head slammed through the wall, Frank. Well, no one's going to know. It's just audio, isn't it? So I could just pretend to do it, like stick a sound effect in, and then we could just like do a bit of improv type thing. Like you could, I'll, I'll, I'll slam your head through the wall. I'll pretend to do it, yeah. Right. Slam your head through the wall. And you, you can react by kind of going, oh, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And, um, you know, I'll, I'll call an ambulance for you and stuff like that. There'll be a bit an of ambulance. drama. Just like to close off, just to finish 
What do you think of that? You're asking me to do some acting, acting work. Yeah, just improvise, mate. It's really, really easy. All you've got to do is just imagine that I've slammed your head through the wall and then you react, you know, you do what you would do if that had happened. It's as simple as that. That's all you have to do. And then I'll respond, uh, you know, in the way that I would if I had just slammed your head through the wall. So what are we going to do to build up to this? Would we have some sort of argument or is this going to be a completely unprovoked attack? Yeah, that's interesting, actually. Well, we should have something to build up to it. Yeah, I think. Um, well, as a matter of fact, I do have a bone to pick with you, Frank. Oh, yeah, a bone to pick with me. Nice one. Yeah, crack on with it then. Go on. What, what, what's your bone that you're picking? This, this whole America thing. America? Yeah, America. You keep saying that America doesn't exist. And I, I'm a little bit concerned about this, Frank, because I have been to the United States of America. I know you have not and therefore you you're not sure that it exists and um you come up with this whole conspiracy around not a conspiracy it's just i'm saying how do i know that it exists if i've not been there and how do i know that you know the pictures that people show of it and stuff in books and on the tv and maps and that how do i know that that's real well i am an eyewitness for you frank i have been to the united states of america i've been to new york i've been to boston I've been to California. I've been all over the place. It's a real place. Yeah, but how do you know that that's where you went? Because it could be like, it could just be like a theme park that somebody's rigged up in a like, you know, mainland Europe. It could have been in. Right. You know what I mean? They, they fly the plane. It goes over the ocean. You know what I mean? You can't tell where you are. You, you look out the plane. You say, oh, look, there's the ocean. It could be that the, the plane's just kind of going back round on itself. You wouldn't necessarily notice if it did it at a, 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 a slight angle. On itself. Then brings you back into mainland Europe. They've got this whole theme park that they've rigged up to make it look like, you know, the United States of America, the skyscrapers and that, and Disneyland. Right. And and it's it's just like it in some, in like a field in Spain or something. You know, it's a big con. If they've made it all up, that's what I think. There's no such place as the United States. I was just saying it now, but you've you've like solidified this in my mind now. It's a big con. There is no such place as the United States of America. And I'm fully aware that according to my computer, when I look on it, look at the stats for this show, that most of the people who listen to it, the vast majority, at least 95% of the people who listen to this show, are American. Right. And they don't exist either. That's right. I'm talking to you listeners. You're, you're not real. You don't exist. Right. It's as simple as that. And, you know, even the American, you know, people who I've interviewed on this show before, that they're not real either. They're just part of the computer. Frank. As I was talking to them, you know, through uh, through my computer. Frank. And that's the only place that they exist in. They're not real people. Uh. They do not exist. And there is no such place as the United States of America. And matter of fact, the whole continent, Canada, that doesn't exist. Uh, Frank. South America, play a lot of music from there on this show, and I like that music very much. Can you hear me? But South America doesn't exist either. There is no such place as South America, North America, nothing, nothing at all. Listen. Just one big ocean. Christopher Columbus was right in his initial assumption that you could sail from Europe to Asia across the Atlantic Ocean 
you can. You can do that. If you could just listen. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not listening to any of your counter-arguments, Uncle Claude. Oh. That you can do it. You can get a boat. You want to try it yourself? Crack on. Go ahead. Get yourself a boat. Go to Spain. Maybe I will. Sail from there. That would be a good point to sail from, yeah? Sail from there. Bash. Eventually, you'll hit Japan or something. Japan? It's, you know... Really? I'm not an expert on the geography side of things. Maybe, maybe you'll, you know, end up in, you know, somewhere else. Indonesia or whatever. Indonesia. But that you definitely will not land in America. Have you finished? Yes, I've finished. I would like to say that I disagree with you. Well, I'm going to slam your head through the wall then. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to put the sound effect in. All right, I'm not going to I know you're not going to do it, really. <laughs> I'm going to put the sound effect in, right? Yeah. I know, you've said. Imagine the sound effect. Right, let, now let, let's, say that, let's say that I've done it now. Right, so I've slammed your head through the wall. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, slammed your head through the wall. Now, how, how are you reacting to that? I don't know. Just, just say what you would say. Say what you would say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this so that, so that it makes sense. My instructions to you. I'm gonna edit them. Yeah. So, what would you say if I slammed your head through the wall? Frank, my nephew. Why have you slammed my head through the wall? Because you disagree with me, and I do not like that. You should listen to me because I am better than you. I don't think you are better than me, Frank. I think you are doing this podcast and getting all this money and all these advertisers and all this. It's made you a little bit arrogant. Yeah, it's made me a little bit arrogant. I'm going to slam your head through the wall again, mate. I don't do that. I think I've got concussion or something. Well, allow me to call you an ambulance. I'll call you an ambulance right now. And I'll tell you what, you can get in the ambulance and get out. Well, I think that would be a good idea, Frank, as a matter of fact, because I do not appreciate having my head slammed through the wall. I can have an ambulance, please. Yeah, so my uncle, uh, yeah, his Are name's you? Claude Burton, uh, slammed his head through <laughs> I slammed his head through the wall. <laughs> Are you I know I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> Are you calling them? I know I shouldn't be laughing, but I, you can hear him in the background, can't you? <laughs> yeah, is, is he breathing? Yeah, he's breathing. Uh, more's the pity. <laughs> Frank. Frank. <laughs> yeah. This is not, it's not a joke call, mate. I slammed his head through the wall. You need to come and get someone. <laughs> you need to get someone down here. It's... He might be, he might be dead in a minute. You actually on the phone? I'm just, I'm, I'm admitting to the. You can come and arrest me as well. I'll, I'll take the rap for it. I, I admit that I did it. <clears throat> it's a, a physical assault. We're, we're, we're recording this as well for my podcast. It's called Ragbag, and um, you know you can, you can download it from all the major platforms uh, SoundCloud iTunes um, other ones as well Spotify all that sort Tell of thing about the video series so I'm getting sidetracked now yeah we're, I'll, I'll give you the address 
Um, it's uh, we're in the Lake District. It's campsite. You <coughs> Frank, are you actually on the phone? Or is, is this? Are you actually talking to someone on the phone? Did you actually dial the emergency services? Is that what you? Is, you actually do that? No, it's, I'm just acting, uh, Claude. I'm not really. I, I didn't really call anyone. Well, I did. I, I, I've hung up on them now. So, you know, I don't think you're supposed to do that, Frank. You, you phoned nine nine nine. Well, yeah, because it was all part of the routine. I was there. I just called them. I didn't tell them the address. They're not going to send anyone round here. I just said, oh, blah 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 blah. You know, I, I think you should call them back, Frank, and apologise. Why? It's just it. I, I was in the moment, Claude. You know what I mean? I was. I was just. I was acting. I was doing this improv. I thought I was doing. <laughs> I was doing quite well, as a matter of fact. Well, yeah, it wasn't 100% convincing, Frank, I'll be honest with you, but um, you, you can't just phone emergency services and ask for an ambulance. They're, they're very busy people. They're dealing with life and death here. It's a matter of life and death. All right, well, if I call them back, I'm going to be wasting even more of their time, aren't I? It'll be a, a, a fire that needs putting out or something like that. Well, um, just, uh, just don't do it again, Frank. Don't, don't, don't no. phone the emergency services again. I don't think it's a good idea. Right, well, I think we've learned a lot here today. Um, don't phone the emergency services unless it's a real emergency. Um, what else have we learned? Nothing much. It's been very nice, though. It's been very nice. Uh, I've, I've been enjoying your video series, The Ragbag Rambler. I do enjoy that. It's, it's very good, uh... Very good uh, travel-based show. I uh, recommend it to the listeners who have not uh, caught up with that yet. And um, uh, obviously, you know, you're doing uh, uh, very interesting, creative things. And uh, thank you for having me on your uh, your podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming.
We all I know I'm very frightened and very scared and worried. I don't know what we're going to do out here. The but nobody ever told me the kinds of things that they could give me.
Thank you for listening. Thanks to Uncle Claude and thank you to the focus groups. Thanks also to Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon. I'm not supposed to be mentioning his name actually, so forget that you heard that. And um, you can check out all of the details of my other work at frankburton.co.uk. Thanks a lot, Claude. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Until next time, see you soon. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.